Welcome back, everybody, to the Get Fit ASAP podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm your host. And today we're going to be talking about the vertical diet. So I first heard um, about the vertical diet on social media, um, I believe. Um, and I'm not sure what post it was exactly, but I think they were making some one of their you know famous meals called the Monster Mash. And uh, it was kind of bizarre um, or, you know, Something I've never seen before, so it kind of intrigued me. And then um, I also heard or saw a couple of CrossFit people post about it too, and I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what this is. So I searched it, looked it up. Um, it was created by Stan Efferding, and he's a um, body, or sorry, a pro bodybuilder and uh, I believe a pro um, powerlifter. Um, pretty smart guy, very articulate when he talks, um, did a lot of research, and basically, he said compiled this this um this diet over 30 years of training and basically just trying to work on his performance really um but i i ordered his or i bought his uh his uh vertical diet peak performance training manual um just to do some more research on it i'm actually going to start it next week so i'm just going to kind of give you guys a little brief um you know what it's about and uh what it entails and then next week I'll do like a little update about how it's going for me, and uh, and yeah, keep you guys posted and see how it goes. You know, I think the main thing with picking a diet is you just gotta really pick something that's sustainable and something that you can stay consistent with, because that's the main thing. If you're always on some kind of diet where you know you're gonna always go off of it or cheat or blah blah, it's it's never gonna work for you. Um, or if you're thinking about, oh, I just need to lose 10 pounds and I'll, you know, I'll go back to you know eating what I like, you're just going to keep going fl- or fluctuating back and forth to where you, you're not happy and then and you you know dial down your diet and then you get happy again, but you know it's not sustainable, so you keep fluctuating back and forth, which is just irritating and you know wastes a lot of time and kind of you know kind of sucks. But basically, we'll just kind of get into it now. Um, So basically, he starts out by saying, the vertical diet is not, it's not supposed to be some magical blend of macronutrient uh, percentages. Um, It's not some miraculous superfood or supplement protocol or a a restriction or uh, starvation diet. And it's not complicated. Um, What he does say it is, it's it's based on whole foods, based on optimizing your gut health, um, correcting uh, nutrient deficiencies, Correcting hormone imbalances, improving energy, stamina, endurance, and recovery, and then also it's based on a sustainable lifestyle. Um, now, when you're doing the vertical diet, it could be customized to low carb, high carb, intermittent fasting, even paleo. I won't uh, give. I'm not going to give you everything that's in the manual because you know, if you really want to go into it, just obviously go buy it, and you can search all the little things. I want to. I don't want to. You know, give away all the secrets <laughs> that he, he tries to sell. In this manual, he has a bunch of cited references um, from doctors and stuff like that about each claim or each thing um, that he's saying just to solidify what he's saying. Because, you know, especially in different diets, there's like, there's so many things and so much research out there that conflicts each other. It's kind of hard to, to, to know what's right and know what's wrong. Honestly, it's confusing sometimes. So, all you can do is read these articles and read these uh, studies and these clinicals, and then 
you know make your own decision on it or try it out and then see how it goes too so that's what i'm i'm really uh looking forward to is actually trying it out and seeing how it goes um i know stan when he's actually doing this or creating this diet he did uh monthly blood tests and i'm not sure how many years he did that for but he would add certain foods in do his monthly blood test and then see what actually was helping his blood work so at least it's you know you're getting actually uh, evidence of actually working or not working. So what actually is the vertical diet or what's actually, what kind of foods you're eating or how, how is it uh, put together? Basically, you're gonna have this horizontal line, um, basically your foundation. And now these foods are basically to get all your micronutrients and you know vitamins and minerals that you need throughout the day, your daily requirement of it. And then after you hit those, uh, those requirements for the day you want to go vertically by adding basically meat and white rice um, because they're easily digested and we'll get into more benefits of it now but with your horizontal um, your foundation uh, basically you want daily um, lean red meat so bison top sirloin New York filet lamb um, uh, etc etc you also want to two times weekly, you want to eat uh, some salmon to get your omega-3s. Uh, you want to have a daily raw carrot, which is kind of funny because you just eat one carrot. But um, like I said, you eat everything that has on this list is for a reason to get a certain um, micronutrient. So it does sound like a little ra- like a few random things, but in the big picture, you're getting all these nutrients and all the vitamins and minerals that you need from different sources. He basically says with the carrot... Uh, you don't want to cook them because they lose their fiber content necessary to, to shuttle out toxins out of the system. You want to have daily orange juice or an orange. Um, it's an anti-estrogen and it has vitamins and minerals and uh, liver stimulant. Um, daily cooked spinach and or peppers. Okay, so we're getting little uh, vegetables in there. He picks those because uh, they don't, they're not a gassy vegetable. Um also, I don't know if I said it before, but with the with the vertical diet, a big thing is your gut health and your digestive system, and uh, trying to be uh, as healthy as possible with that. And that's actually a big part of why I picked this one, or picked to try the vertical diet. Um, the first thing was like I I really like red meat and, and white rice and all the other things. I basically like really like those foods, so it's gonna be easy to eat for me. And then also was the gut health. Because uh, ever since I had an appendectomy, it was probably about, well, I was in high school, so like 10 years ago, I've had a really bad heartburn. And that's why anyone that knows me like knows I don't like to drink that much because it makes my stomach hurt. And then I don't like any spicy foods. You know, people talk crap to me about that. But man, if I, if I do any of that stuff, um, it just jacks my stomach up. And so, I, you know, I went to the doctor for it. And of course, he, um, you know, just gave me some some pill to taste and uh, anti-acid pill um but i basically take it every day and i'm like dude this is not i don't think this is gonna be i don't think this is healthy for you like there's gotta be what's the problem here because i eat pretty healthy you know um i do eat i do use it as an excuse to eat bad because i'm trying to gain weight so i work i will eat like you know burritos and pizza and stuff like that which isn't the best for you but you know, I'm just I get lazy, and I'll use that as an excuse to say, "Oh, I need to gain weight, so it's more calories," which really isn't a good excuse. It's just me being lazy. But 
for the but I actually read an article on here. Let me finish the the horizontal foods first, and I'll and I'll go back and and talk to you about the um, uh, the heartburn or whatever you want to call it, acid reflex. Um, but after that, you want to uh, two to four times daily getting chicken broth, which is going to help your gut health also. Um, let me see what else you got here. Daily uh, four ounce, uh, sorry, or eight ounces total in the day of pure cranberry juice. And that's juice not from the concentrate. Um, it's actually going to be pure cranberry juice. And that's because it has iodine, um, uh, uh, antioxidants, tannins for the bladder. Um, and then what else we got here? We got a sweet potato um, from the pre prebiotics and the potassium and vitamins. And then also daily cod liver oil. Um, next up was your your daily dairy source. Now, he does mention that if you're lactose um, to not not pick this. Um, he does mention also that if any of these foods are um, giving you indigestion or bloating, to cut them out because everyone's a little bit different and has different tolerances to different things. So depending on uh, what's making your body uh, inflamed or, like I said, bloated or, or um, indigestion, cut those out. But he said if you can... You want to get some uh, hard cheese, so like cheddar, um, and uh, some full uh, fat, full fat, plain Greek yogurt for calories and vitamin D. Also, the um, probiotics that that's going to give you. It's going to help your digestive tract again. Um, also, dairy is a primary source for calcium, so you get the calcium you need for the day. Uh, he goes on to say um, you're going to need daily uh, eggs. He says two eggs, and then. Uh, Always have at least one or two yolks if you're going to eat egg whites. And then, let me see here, daily grass-fed butter. He really uh, advocates using the grass-fed butter for uh, your cooking rather than your oil. He goes into how bad uh, canola oil and um, those other oils are for cooking. And uh, he actually says that he has a uh, um, intolerance to it. Uh, and when he eats anything that's cooked with that stuff, he has like bad diarrhea where he has to run to the toilet you know so i don't know if you guys watch dumb and dumber but he said legs up grabbing onto the ada bar <laughs> diarrhea so just give you a little give you a little visual there but uh i don't know if i have that you know i never i don't think i have that tolerance or intolerance for it but he really he it really affects him so uh <laughs> but yeah that's that's basically it um, he does have uh, daily tin almonds for potassium. Um, and then if you wanted to eat bread, to eat a fermented bread such as sourdough. Because like I said, again, going back to the digestive help. So once you get those horizontal um, foods, basically the combination of all those foods, you're getting um, all your nutrient, or sorry, all your micronutrients. And you're getting all your vitamins from from the different from the different foods. Once you have those, if you to get your to fulfill your calorie needs now, you want to go vertical with lean meat and white rice. And vertical just means the more that you need. So basically, what he says is when you get in better shape, you get bigger, um, you gain more muscle, uh, or your volume goes up in training. Say for example, when you start working out, you know maybe you only do three days a week, an hour a day, right? And then once your volume comes up, maybe you're doing four days, maybe you're doing five days, maybe six days, then maybe you start doing double days. So your GPP is going to go up, 
and you basically need more calories to to uh, fuel you. So that's why you wouldn't add more of those horizontal foods because you're getting your daily needs of your vitamins and minerals. You want to just go vertical with lean meat and white rice because that's going to fuel you and they're really, really easy to digest and, and really easy to eat. So say, for example, rather than eating, he says, I think, one potato, rather than eating five potatoes, uh, which is going to be a lot harder to digest, it's going to give you, you know, bloating and uh, um, indigestion, and it's really not going to, you really don't, the excess uh, vitamins and minerals you need, don't, you're, it's not going to help anything. So he says to get your calorie, um, to get your calories you need to eat white rice and lean meat, or sorry, lean red meats. So that's what the vertical part of, I actually just didn't really know what that meant until uh, I read this, or you know, read the whole manual. I was like, oh, that's why they call it the vertical diet. So like for the white rice, he says, you know, after utilizing, utilizing fruit for its health impacts and uh, metabolism boosting effects and a potato for the micronutrients and prebiotic benefit, he wants to use uh, white rice as the primary driver of carbs to fuel and recover from workouts. And now he said he chooses white rice because uh, it's easy to, uh, easy to digest, and then it's you know compared to large qualities or sorry quantities of other carbs, um, and uh, it's it's also easy to eat if you're not hungry. It's easier to to, to put it down basically, um, and then like wheat pasta, oatmeal, brown rice, and 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 some of the more gassier vegetables are going to wreak havoc on your digestive tract. Um, so kind of going back to, you know, my stomach problems, um, there's, which I thought was very interesting that was actually in this thing was it had a a whole article about stomach acid and a bunch of, uh, cited work on it. But basically what he, what I got from it was, um, so acid reflex or whatever you want to call it, there's a bunch of things that they call it, uh, is because you actually don't have enough acid in your stomach, which I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense, you know, uh, when you when you first hear it. But obviously, I have too much acid; it's coming up my throat or making my stomach upset. But uh, the 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 studies I read um, that he has cited in here basically says, so you're eating the food or whatever food you're eating, and it's hard to digest, and you don't have enough acid in your stomach, so it's not fully getting digested. And then that food is getting basically going into your intestines and it's not decomposed correctly. And then your intestines is basically uh, decomposing it and it's making um, a bunch of gas and uh, indigestion. And from that from that indigestion or gas, it's pushing your stomach up because um, obviously you feel bloated and, you know, um, from pushing your stomach up, it's actually pushing the acid up. Which is funny, because then obviously you ha- you think you have heartburn because there's too much acid in your stomach, so you take a pill, and then the pill actually cuts down more acid. So then the food that you're eating is actually getting less digested again, and it's kind of a, a you know a circle effect or a domino effect. I thought that was really interesting because, like I said, I've been suffering it for years and years, and I've never heard anything about that. Obviously, it's probably my fault because I haven't done any research on it. Because I just went to the doctor and figured, you know, they know what they're talking about. <laughs> but you know maybe they don't i think it's i think it's up to all of us to actually do research on stuff and then make our own decision on it but i just know that what i'm doing right now isn't working and i need to make a change so like he goes on to say you know part of the success of the vertical diet 
is focus on improving the amount of acid in your stomach to help digest food. Because um, you do eat a lot of meat, and he says meat protein stimulates stomach acidity by triggering the production of hydrochloric acid. So anyone suffering from bad acid reflux or anything like that, even IBS, um, kind of go. He actually talks about IBS too in the FODMAP, and then how to how to help help with that. Um, but this maybe is a good diet for you, so maybe you will give this a tr- you know give this a try and see how it works for you. But basically now I'll uh, just kind of touch on some things that I thought were interesting in here, kind of like little just you know random facts. Like I said, I don't want to give away his whole manual because I feel like that's not it's not fair for him. Um, but I'll, I'll also tag some or link some videos uh, to him talking about it and uh, actually going over like a day of him cooking for it, and he'll give you a lot more details too. And then you can go and just search it on YouTube or Google, and then you'll get even more stuff. This is kind of just a little teaser, and then to tell you what's you know how why I picked it and why I'm going to do it. Um, but uh, so the first thing I would say is uh, the first thing that made it, or is kind of funny was uh, was salt. Um, and he wants you to salt all your meals, which is funny because like you know usually you hear <laughs> that salt's bad for you and don't salt anything because there's so much sodium um, in all the foods that we eat. But basically. Uh, there's a bunch of sodiums in in um, the processed foods that we eat. In, the, in this diet, there's not a lot of processed foods because they use that salt as a preservative in, you know, in processed foods. But he goes on to say that um, basically like pink Himalayan salt or uh, red mountain real salt, um, these salts have iodine in them. And then iodine is a powerful stimulant uh, for your thyroid and then also improves the immune system. By ridding toxins from the body, uh, such as fluoride, chlorine, etc. Um, he also goes on to say that athletes sweat out a lot of iodine during exercise, and then are actually more uh, likely to become iodine deficient than sedentary people. Um, you know, because obviously athletes are uh, sweating more and losing more of those uh, electrolytes. Um, so also with iodine is uh, that's why he has to drink the cranberry juice. Uh, the cranberry juice basically every four ounces has 400 megabytes, or sorry, megabytes, 400 milligrams uh, of iodine. Um, let me see here, wild caught uh, cod, um, four ounces of that is basically a hundred. So you can see that the cranberry is a lot big or a bigger bang for your buck. Uh, yogurt, eight ounces of yogurt is 90. Uh, raw m- milk is eight ounces is 45. So. Uh, the, but the Himalayan crystal salt, one gram is 500. So, like I said, that and cranberry juice, you're, you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, let me see here. He goes on to say about, home, about cranberry juice. He goes on to say, you know, that's an excellent source of iodine and also antioxidants and tannins for your urinary, urinary tract. Um, he also goes on to say, you know, when you first start salting your meals, you may gain a few extra pounds of water weight, uh, but it's going to drop off within a week. Um, when your body realizes you're not uh, restricting the sodium anymore, um, there's a small. He said, "Well, he says there's a small percentage of people that are uh, salt sensitive." So he says to monitor your water retention and blood pressure when you're when you're introducing salt. But generally speaking, for athlete training daily, um, he wants to shoot for at least eight grams of sodium uh, from all from all sources, basically, and then a gallon of, for every gallon of water consumed. Uh, and that's counting like bone broth and orange juice and milk and water, uh, but he says to you know uh, 
saltier food to taste. Uh, you can also add more from a tablet, um, but I mean, I don't think that's really necessary. You should be able to, to just salt your food and be okay. Uh, another thing I thought was interesting is he says he doesn't like to drink a substantial amount of water uh, with meals because it actually dilutes the stomach acids uh, needed to effectively digest food, which I thought that was huge because I freaking always drink a bunch of water when I'm eating because I, I thought it would help, you know, it would break down the food or, you know, make the food softer so it would get uh, broken down easier, but that is not the case, it sounds like. He also goes on to say about your post-workout drink, um, you know, everyone thinks about drinking protein right after the workouts, um, but he goes on to state that he, he, qu- uh, he likes to quickly replace what your body uses during that hard training, which is mostly water, sodium, and glycogen. Um, and he said, like, basically, like, 30 minutes after that, you could get some protein source or a real meal. Um, but he says, uh, you know, Conor McGregor, John Jones, and uh, Cy- uh, Cyborg's nutritionist. So those are all MMA fighters. Uh, George Lockhart, that's what he uses. And then also um, uh, Mike Dolce uh, of the UFC also. But basically, he says, you want to get 25 grams of fructose. Fructose, sorry. 50, 50 grams of dextrose, and then a hundred or sorry, six hundred to a thousand uh, milligrams of sodium, which is basically a half teaspoon of pink salt. So not much, but you know, it's salt is very powerful. Um, and also, if you wanted to, you can get a hundred milligrams of caffeine to help uh, bring those nutrients to the muscles faster. He actually says you don't want to drink caffeine before your workout. So I thought that was I thought that was funny too because probably 95% of people are going to drink that caffeine before the workouts, not after. Another thing he says is, you know, uh, caffeine is basically, uh, if you need caffeine, it's because your diet or your sleep um, or your recovery is not up to par. You're, you're, you're basically masking the, the problem. Another cool thing he goes on to say is uh, he has to do 10-minute walks after his meals, which I thought was interesting because I never heard that before. But he recommends a 10-minute walk, uh, whether dieting or uh, sorry, whether dieting to lose weight or actually to gain weight, uh, strength, and size. But a brisk 10-minute walk um, after each two to four meals of your day greatly improves insulin sensitivity and also decreases gas, improves digestion, and decreases DOMS, so delayed on uh, onset muscle soreness, and then also aids in recovery. Uh, he also says, you know, three 10-minute walks is superior to one 30-minute walk. Um, per day. Then he also goes on to cite um, an article about that um, or a study about that. He also goes on to say that, you know, it's a double-edged sword um, when you're trying to eliminate stuff from your diet to make your gut feel better because you can't eliminate too many things because you still need to get, you know, those nutrients and you don't want to be nutrient deficient um, from cutting out too many things. So, it's real. It's, you know, there's a there's a fine line between finding out what doesn't mess your stomach up, but you know what's keeping you healthy. And that's what like really he's trying to do with the vertical diet is trying to find that that fine line between getting all your nutrients and then also um, trying to have the best best gut health possible. He also didn't want to like rely on supplements to get those micronutrients. He wanted to get them from all whole foods and, and naturally. And then if you were deficient in something or, you know, you needed some extra stuff, you could always take those vitamins. But he wants to get, um, he wants to be able to fulfill those uh, just with the whole foods. He also hits on um, 
burning calories throughout the day, which I thought was a really interesting thing. He goes into is like how your body actually burns calories or what it burns it on. So like 70% of your daily calories burned are resting. So basically your BMR, which I thought was like, whoa, wow, 70%. I always know like, you know, when you get on the scale or do a body scan, it tells you your BMR and it's like, you know, 1500 calories or whatever it is. You don't really, I never really actually thought about it. It's like, wow, that's actually a lot of calories when you're not just, just living, you know? So I thought that was, that was pretty interesting. Um, also it says 15% of your daily calories are burned from daily activities, you know, not exercise related. So say just walking from, you know, down the stairs at work or say you're walking to the refrigerator or the bathroom or whatever like that. Um, maybe just have, or just from standing too. Um, and then 10% of your daily calories are burned from actually eating food. And he said, uh, protein actually burns more calories than fats and carbs because it takes more uh, effort to break it down, which I thought was funny too, because I never would have guessed that or thought about that. And then he said, actually, only 5% of your daily calories burned are from exercise. So it, it's funny because whenever someone wants to you know, lose weight faster, or burn more calories, the first thing they want to go to is exercise, but that's the least, you know, bang for your buck. Um, and he actually goes on, you know, to 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 burn or to burn more calories daily. Um, the solution is to maximize fat fat loss as follows: number one, being increase your BMR, and so uh, by lifting weights or adding more muscle to your body, uh, you're going to burn burn more calories while you rest, and people don't really think about that um but that's a great great way to to burn more calories without really literally doing anything it's when you're resting the next one would be trying to burn calories uh to lose fat stay active throughout the day so don't sit or remain idle uh when you're awake and then also stay on your feet and keep busy and then don't underestimate how valuable this can be number three would be eat a high protein diet generally one pound per body uh sorry one gram per body pound um, and then also eat frequent meals. And then number three would be, like you said, protein uh, actually burns more calories when it gets digested than faster uh, or carbs. So eat it, to eat a high-protein diet and eat frequent meals so you don't create a uh, protein uh, deficit. Um, and then the last one, number four, would be exercise. He also says to um, get blood tests. Because uh, you can see what you're deficient in and what you need to add or take away from your diet, which I thought was really helpful. He gives you a whole link of how to go uh, find a lab to do that. I actually went and looked it up, and it was about $400. So I'm going to wait a little bit on that, but I definitely want to have it done just to just to, you know, just to to know get it done and to see what I'm actually, you know, what's in my body. But a little bit pricey if, you're not, if you don't have that budgeted in, but I think it's going to be uh, really beneficial to do it, though. He also goes on and talked about your immune system and uh, you know getting sick and having colds. And the, the vertical diet focuses on improving your gut health and uh, basically your immune system by eliminating the sources of the problem, you know, toxins, anti-nutrients, etc. Uh, and then optimizing the body's ability to stay healthy for giving it what it needs to do. Uh, you know, adequate sweet, uh, adequate sleep, um, salt, iodine, vitamin B3, and many other necessary necessary macronutrients. He goes on to say that you know users of the vertical diet also, uh, will realize a significant improvement in health and experience fewer colds and then uh, less often and uh, also decreased duration and intensity of them.
Um, also, everyone always asks, you know, why, why, why not chicken? Why is it, you know, red meat? Why is steak better than than uh, chicken? Um, and he basically goes on to say that, you know, steak is a better source of micronutrients, uh, particularly iron, creatine, and vitamin B12. Um, and he always says like there's a uh, good, better, best. Um, scenario where he's always going to pick, pick the best uh, option available, which happens to be red meat. Um, you know, and then he goes on to say pasture-fed chickens and their eggs have uh, much less polyfats, and, but pasture-fed is rare, and then um, also organic and cage-free are not the same as pasture-fed. Um, chicken and turkey are also only alive for a few months, and then prim- primarily eat soy, so the meat is high in polysaturated fats. Also, who knows what goes into a commercial turkey grinder he, he puts, quotation, think beaks and buttholes. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, then he also goes on to say, commercially fed cows are still weaned from their mother's milk and fattened on corn. Uh, they're alive much longer, um, eating much more and compiling more nutrient density in their meat. Um, they also have five stomachs, which uh, uh, handles the vegetable digestion and take care of a lot more, or sorry, takes care of most of the methane production so you don't have to. Which I thought was interesting. Um, he goes on more about that too in, in some of his articles that you can read on. But I thought that was really interesting. He does go on to say though um, that he prefers chicken broth over uh, beef broth. He likes broth because it really helps in the, di- uh, in the digestion pro- digestive process. Uh, but he actually picks chicken over um, uh, beef because the chicken has more joints and you get more collagen from it. Uh, from the ligaments rather than a long bone say you know of a, of a cow leg or whatever it's only you're not going to get many joints on it so I thought that was interesting and then finally at the end of his uh, of his book or training plan he basically gives you uh, a bunch of examples of meals to make and stuff like that um, I won't really give those away but uh, if you want to get more on that on his uh, with the links or the videos I linked up you can go and watch those and it'll give you a bunch of ideas if you wanted to try it. It's really simple, guys. It's not too hard. Like I said, like literally after you eat those those horizontal foods, those base foods, it's literally just adding uh, steak and rice, or not steak, but but red meat and rice. Um, so so really simple. It kind of you know can get monotonous. So I'm curious to see how um, if I get tired of eating the same thing. Um, but honestly, I really do like red meat more than anything. I could literally probably eat that every day actually i probably do already right now but i don't think i'll get tired of that um and maybe if i do maybe at the season a little bit different or you know switch to bison or something like that or um usually i just eat steak right now um but maybe i eat more ground meat or i don't know i'm curious to try it out and see how it goes uh well that's basically all i got for you guys today if you have any questions um please comment and then let me know um, like I said, I'm going to do a follow-up video on this and then let you know how my experience is going with it. Let you know if my stomach's feeling better. Um, I'm really going to be uh, really strict on it and uh, and see how it goes. So I'm hoping I'm hoping this helps my stomach out and then also helps my performance out. But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and I'll see you next week.